What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Limitation. I'm your host, Tom Hobbs, and we're dropping back-to-back episodes yesterday and today when the topics just come up or I have conversations with people and I'm just like, yep, this this needs to be spoken about in depth. Um, and that's, yeah, that's why I love love doing these, these podcasts. It's like Instagram's great, but there's obviously a caption limit. Um, I've been really getting into making TikTok videos. So if you're not following me on TikTok, head over there. Um, I believe it's just at Coach Tom Hobbs. I'll drop the link down below. Um, I've been doing sort of three to four minute videos over there. So being able to deep dive into topics a little bit more. Um, and then, yeah, if there's something I really want to deep dive in, we, we jump on the podcast, record an episode, um, and yeah, hopefully give you guys some, uh, some valuable content um, at the end of it all. So Today, we're going to be talking about something that seems to have come up a lot. I did a video of this again on TikTok the other day, I did a post on it and a couple of clients that I've had conversations with, um, you know, it's something that they've been experiencing too. Uh, and that is being basically body shamed by a toxic ex, by their family, by a friend, by someone that they care about, someone that they love, someone that, you know, whose opinion they value, right? And you know, we, we talk about not letting judgment get to us and the opinions of others get to us. And, um, you know, sometimes that's easier said than done, especially when it's someone you really care about, right? Someone whose opinion you value and you want them to like you, especially when it comes to your body and especially when it comes to a partner, right? That's that's one of the biggest parts of a relationship is the connection, is the intimacy, is the, uh, the attraction, right? So you want to be with someone that that hypes you up, that, you know, that, that compliments you, that, you know, that, that cheers you up when you're feeling down or you're having a bad body day, right? That worships your fucking body, right? That, that, that makes you feel great within yourself and feel comfortable in yourself, right? That's what we all want. So, and you know, that's what we expect in a relationship, right? So then if you, you end up with someone who's got their own, obviously got their own shit going on, like anytime someone's to put you down, put your body down, like it's it's just a projection of their own shit, right? It's it's something within them that's being triggered by you in some way that they feel they need to speak up and put you down because it makes them feel better in a in a really weird twisted way, right? So, um, but again, like we can know that it's them and it's not us, and that's fine. We we logically know that, but that that doesn't make it any easier to hear, right? That's still something we can take on. Um, and yeah, quite often I hear stories about people that have yeah been with. A, a toxic ex-partner and, and, and they were always putting them down and, and calling them bigger and telling them to get in more shape and, you know, even doing things indirect to that, like flirting with other girls that might have been in slightly better shape, right? Or, um, yeah, a slightly better physique or whatever it might be. Even even that, right, reinforces that, oh, I'm not I'm not good enough. My body's not good enough. He's, he's looking, um, sorry, he or she is looking elsewhere, right? It's a really, you know, horrible, horrible place to be. And, we, we can take on these opinions of other people so easily, right? Because our ego is always looking for something to attach us, attach to, to really ingrain our identity, right? That, that's what we're looking for. So especially in, if you're you know newly in a relationship and you've sort of got your walls down and um, you know you're, you're hoping this person makes you makes you feel better and they're to sort of put you down and bring you down, then you start questioning, oh, like is this who I am? Right? And then every time they say it, it just reinforces this, like, yeah, this is who I am. My body's not good enough. I'm I'm too big. I need to hit the gym. I'm not in shape. I'm not attractive. You know, whatever it might be. And then these words just turn into stories, 
right? And the story that goes on in our head about how we start to see ourselves, right? And it's constantly reinforced by the other person. And then these stories told on repeat form belief systems, right? And then the more we tell these stories, that the stronger they get, the more of a belief they come. We start to then see evidence to support this because this is how we see ourselves, right? We then add emotion to it. So the fact that it's coming from that person, right? We had the emotion of maybe feeling sad or anxious or depressed about it. And we, we really let it get to us, right? That only further confirms this story that we are telling ourselves. And it's just one big vicious cycle, right? And if you're not, you know, if you're not aware of what that's actually doing and then you let it infiltrate you and then you start talking about yourself like that too. And that's the, that's the common thing with all these people I work with and speak to. Um, and, you know, I've had it to an extent as well, not necessarily, not with a partner or anything like that. But, you know, when I first got into PT, I didn't look like I did now. And, you know, I'd have people comment on my Instagram and stuff being like, oh, how can you like look like that and be a PT basically? Like just real horrible things like that. You just wouldn't, like any reasonable person wouldn't open their mouth and say to, but hey, that's just some people are very wounded, right? Um, but when that then starts to, you know, infiltrate our own self-talk and now our language has picked up on that. And every time you see yourself, you, you know, you look yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, like I'm disgusting. I'm fat. I'm this, like, I'm never going to be, I'm, I'm never going to be good enough. Right. Um, I'm, I'm never going to have that connection again. Cause maybe now you're, you're single, maybe that relationship ended. Right. And again, further confirmation that, oh, yep, that was right. What he was telling me was the truth. Cause he doesn't want to be with me or she doesn't want to be with me anymore. Confirm, confirm, confirm. And then you start to take this on and you continue it on. Right. And often I'll get people and in the first couple of weeks, like my biggest goal in the first few weeks with the majority of people I work with is tidy up their language. It's just calling them out on just such, and often they don't even realize they're doing it, but it's just this autopilot way of speaking about themselves and bringing themselves down and just self-deprecation, making jokes at their expense, like all this stuff that might not seem like a big deal, but the way they speak to themselves is exactly how they feel about themselves when they look in the mirror. It, it supports their physical reality, right? It supports what they continue to see. They tell themselves they're not good enough, so they find evidence that they're not good enough. They tell themselves that they're not attractive, so they continue to, you know, struggle to find a, a, a partner, right? Or struggle to um, have someone to be intimate with or whatever it might be, right? It becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, and then obviously that can lead to body dysmorphia, which is, and again, I've spoken to someone recently who went through this like real toxic ex who really brought her down, like just horribly brought her down again, was flirting with other girls and all this stuff to make her feel really insecure in who she was, like horrible. That relationship ended. And since then, I believe she told me she's lost like over 10 kilos, is stronger, like all the signs are there, right? Physically, all the signs are there. And maybe you can relate to this. Like other people are noticing your changes and you can like maybe even look at it before and after and be like, oh yeah, like visibly I've changed. However, that story, that narrative, the way you talk to yourself has not. You still look in the mirror, you still point out everything that you see is wrong. You still think you're fat. You still think you're not good enough. You still, you know, you just have this belief now that you're, you're not attractive and that no one's going to find you attractive, right? And then you just keep seeing evidence of that. And this is body dysmorphia, right? This is one of the most common pieces of body dysmorphia. Now, especially with a story like that, right? This this um, person I was talking to again, yep, she's like, yep, I've got full body dysmorphia. Da da da. Told me the full story, and then again, like we hear a story like that, and that's all too common. It's a very very common story. We hear that, and then again, the fitness industry's 
solution to that would be, oh, just keep changing your body till you get more confident, right? Let's manipulate your calories. Let's let's do a build. Let's focus on your training. Let's do this, 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 right? But it's like we're missing the point. She's she's actually changed physically. It's not the not a matter of if she can change physically. She's showed that she can change physically. And maybe you've shown yourself that you can change physically as well. You're getting the compliments from other people. Other people are seeing it. But that story is still there, right? That story isn't fixed by what you're seeing because it is so deeply ingrained into your mind. Think of it like every time you tell this story, every time you self-deprecate, every time you make a joke about yourself, every time you know that, that self-talk, that inner voice is, is negative and against your body, right? Imagine you are driving down a, uh, driving through a field, right? And you leave tire tracks. And then every time you drive down that field, those tire tracks grow bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until it essentially ends up like a train track. Like you, all you have to do is that story starts and then you, your body's just like, and your brain's like, oh, I know what to do with the rest. I know how we feel now. I know where this story ends. And it's autopilot, right? It's like you're driving this car, but you're only just like tapping the accelerator or it's on cruise control. And it just runs down this path that you've been creating over and over and over and over again, right? So in order for us to overcome this, and this is just what I an insight into what I do with people is, yep, we continue to improve physically. We continue to look at that, but it's like, cool, let's look at this story. Let's start to tidy up your language because at the moment, your perception of yourself is so warped, right? Your view of you and what is capable for you and what you can attract is so wrong, right? That it, it needs to change. We, we can't, you know, we, we can't expect anything different if we're not going to actually fix the root cause of this. If we're going to continue to talk about yourself the same way, continue to see the same thing in the mirror, continue this to run the same pattern, the same story and feel sorry for yourself, you're only going to continue to see what you've always been seeing. All right. So that's why, yeah, as I said, initially, I'm so onto people about their language. So just for you listening to this, be really aware with how you speak to yourself. Right? And it's not about changing it and being all positive for the sake of like toxic positivity, like we don't want that. But I just want you to start to be more aware of your language and what triggers it and, and just what you're used to saying about yourself. Just be aware without judgment. All right, And then it's just going to be about the next step is then cool. Start to stop yourself. When you go to say something negative, whether it's to yourself or to another person, or you want to share that meme or that reel on fucking Instagram that basically is taking the piss out of yourself, like stop yourself. Stop doing that. Think about how you're talking to your unconscious mind. And I used this analogy the other day. Imagine that your five-year-old self is standing in front of you. And when you go to say, oh God, you're so worthless. Oh, you look like shit. You're disgusting. Imagine you are saying that to your five-year-old innocent self. Would you say that to them? Right? If you wouldn't say it to your five-year-old innocent self, or you wouldn't say it to a five-year-old in general, probably don't say it. (laughs) Okay? And... Yeah, then we can start to shift. This is where we then start to fill in like, cool, what, what do you want to What do you want to um, think about yourself? How do you want to talk to yourself? What do you want to see when you look in the mirror? And we're starting to shift the internal world and start to shift the lens in which you're seeing your reality through, all right? Um, and, you know, we, we do some other processes, some, some letting go, some like what happens if this continues kind of processes, visualizations that we go through, which are really, really powerful. Um, and then it's just about, yeah, repetition, right? It's, it's actually quite simple. Um, and I had a call with someone the other the other day. We're going through some of this stuff and she just started laughing. She's like, I can't believe how simple this is. And I'm like, yeah, like it is. It is really simple on the surface, obviously harder to implement. 
Um, but again, like anything, like think about how your negative mindset, how your negative self-talk started and how it got to where it was, right? Pretty simple. You just kept fucking doing it. <laughs> you just didn't change. You kept doing it. So it ended up where it is now and that impacted other things, right? It's the same thing. And especially in our time together when I'm working with someone, it's repetition. It's continue to show up, seeing yourself differently, talking to yourself differently, choosing, like literally telling yourself, I choose to let this go. This no longer defines me. We start to understand how our ego works and how it loves to attach and hold on to things like this because it gives us a sense of identification, right? And because we've got so many things that align with that, that's what our ego is deeply rooted in and why it's so hard to change. Because it's like, hold on a minute, no, this is me. Like we are not this confident version of us. We are not this this person that looks in the mirror and loves themselves, right? So of course there's going to be resistance. Of course it's going to feel weird and uncomfortable because you're just not used to it. But do you want to keep living in a world where you can't even look yourself in the eye in the mirror, where you go on a date and you're just like instantly feeling like, oh, this isn't going to work. He's not going to find me attractive. And you're second guessing yourself. You can't even concentrate on what they're saying because you're too busy worrying about if he's looking at you funny or if he finds you attractive or if you're good enough or if he's bored or right it's just it's just not a not a not a way to live so whilst all this is going to help from a body dysmorphia point of view obviously like think about what else it's going to do for other areas of your life as well your work your lifestyle your interaction with friends family excuse me your confidence in the gym again your ability to attract your right kind of partner all these things the biggest thing people miss is just literally how they talk to themselves and what what they're actually predicting for themselves, which obviously always ends up coming true because that's how this works. All right, so yeah, I want to keep this one quite short because I think, yeah, it's like once you've got the message, put down the phone. <laughs> All right, I think you've, I think you've got the message by now. Um, but yeah, if this is something you're really struggling with, try that. Uh, and if it's something you just, maybe you've tried this before and you just haven't been able to break through, then again, reach out to me. Um, this is the kind of stuff we go through in the Body Dysmorphia Academy. Um, we go into this in, in all kinds of detail throughout the three different phases of it. Um, and if you want to start to understand this stuff a little bit more and, and, and get some help, um, there is the, the chapter one of the Body Dysmorphia is completely free. It's basically five videos. There's over 90 minutes worth of content. And a lot of that goes into stuff just like this to really break down body dysmorphia and how you can start to overcome it by making little changes like this. Uh, so yeah, link will be down in the show notes. Otherwise, over on my Instagram, you'll find all the links there. Um, I think, I don't think I know how valuable that resource is um, because it's all stuff I've used with my clients in the past. It's all stuff I've used myself to overcome my own confidence issues, my own body dysmorphia, body image challenges, my belief in myself when it comes to um, attracting women and relationships and all these kind of things. So Head on over, check it out, 100% free, no strings attached, you got nothing to lose. Um, and if you like what you're seeing there, then um, there'll be an option for to actually really dive into the academy, um, into chapter two, which is called The Blueprint. Uh, our first intake of that kicks off Jan 22. So what's that from here about? Th yeah, three, no, it's not three weeks, two and a half weeks. <laughs> um, two and a half weeks from, from the recording of this episode. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's really where everything gets, gets started. So, um, yeah, go check that out if you're interested. Otherwise, thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate each and every one of you that listens to this. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you in the next episode.